This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. You're listening to Bookmark with me, Uma Pagan Ampake Pagan. Joining me today is Tansri Tony Fernandez, but he's not here to talk about the state of his many businesses. Well, not really. He's got a new autobiography out. It's called Flying High, My Story from Air Asia to QPR, and it's out in bookstores right now. So, Tony, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. Why write this book now, and who is it for? All right, the book, I mean, there wasn't any particular time I was asked to write this book a few years ago and I never really took it very seriously. And so the publishers were chasing me and so in the end we we got it together over the last six months. So there's n- nothing insignificant to the timing. It's just many people had wanted it. There were lots of unofficial versions of AirAsia and my life, etc. So we just put it together. Um, and what am I trying to do with this book? Um, nothing really. I suppose it's hopefully will allow people to see that they can do anything they want to do if they put their mind to it. There's nothing special about Tony Fernandez. And that um, kill some of the myths that are there and uh, hopefully inspire some young people. When I was done reading the book, um, I guess one of, the, one of the questions that stood out or jumped right out at me was this idea of keeping, I guess, the personal and the private separate from the business. And, you know, in reading the book, I found that it was very driven by your various ventures and I was wondering why focus on that was there a particular reason are we saving the private stuff for book two? Oh, I see for when you were 79 well, it, was, it was designed more as a business book right and um, yeah that's very true I mean there's obviously a little bit of private there's a little bit of how um, the private side influenced the business but it was written more as a business book and the, the life of the business and yeah, one day there'll be the whole story on um, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Well, you see, you, it's funny you say that because reading the book, I feel like I know Tony the businessman, Tony the entrepreneur, Tony the brand builder. Is Can you give us a hint as to the Tonys that we haven't met yet? No, I think you've met most of them. Um, well, there, 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 are, there are a few allusions to the party Tony in the book, but uh-huh. we don't get any details. Right. <laughs> Maybe for volume two. <laughs> Um, you talk a lot about your parents in those opening chapters and I guess the tremendous influence that they, they've had on your life and your career. Um, I'm curious, though, you talk about your mom and your dad and the different styles of parenting. Mm. And I'm, I'm wondering which one are you? I mean, the, the thing about after the football game and your dad goes oh, to yeah. off the ball. Yeah, oh, I'm much more my mother. Okay. <laughs> I'm much more my mother. As a parent or as a boss or a bit of both? Uh, a bit of both. I yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in, at work. I'm a mixture of both, but uh, I would ha- I would say I much more my mother. You don't necessarily talk very much about family other than your parents in the book. I mean, you talk about your daughter a lot on Instagram, uh, but I was wondering why that separation. I mean, does how much does family influence the business that you do, and and vice versa? I mean, how much of the business has influenced your yeah, family I life? Yeah, I suppose I want that. I mean, you've picked up. There are bits that I'm not ready to to tell the world. I, I try to keep certain parts of my life private, not just for myself, but for for the others that are involved with me. So that's kind of a conscious effort, which maybe we'll do later on. And how difficult is that to do? I mean, oh, it's very so, tough. Yeah, in, in this world, especially because every, everyone I mean, thinks they own a piece of you. 
Yeah, it's very tough. And I mean, you know, I was rudely awakened to the realities of social media just two weeks ago. That's right. Um, when a couple of pictures can be posted around the world. Correct. Uh, but, you know, that's, that's the price of what you, uh, what you have created, right? So, you know. But I try my best to keep certain parts of our life private. Aren't you glad I didn't come in and lead with the Indian uncle question of when are we expecting children? You know, <laughs> um, how much does the I guess family impact the business that you do and the choices you make in uh, deciding where to go next? To be honest, um, it I think at at certain points of life um, you make sacrifices and you decide to do things. And uh, now I'm at a stage where uh, other things take more priority. So uh, everyone talks about a balance, but there never really is balance. You know, at one point in life, and I'm trying to create that you can, all budding entrepreneurs should try to have balance. It's very hard to do, but you shouldn't. And I, what I didn't talk about in this book is I had a relatively good balance, even though I was involved in so many things. You know, weekends would be precious, and and things would be done together. So, but it's uh it's tough. In the book, in in a lot of the interviews that you've given, I've noticed that the thing that never comes up is, I guess, your relationship with money, because success with the tremendous success that you've had, um, money plays a tremendous role in it. And I'm curious about, I guess, your thoughts and your philosophy about. Money. I don't think you've ever spoken about that. I at best is to ask people who've been associated with me. I, I haven't changed at all, and I'm still the same person I was. Uh, yeah, I've got a bit more money now, but when I had no money, I was the same as when I have a bit more money now. Um, money doesn't drive me. It, it's a nice. Let's be real. It's nice to have, but it's not. I don't wake up in the morning thinking, "Oh wow, I have this amount of money," or "I don't have this amount of money." What drives me is challenge and changing things and doing things different and creating creating jobs and creating careers and that's what drives me was it ever a motivating factor no i mean no, i'm not sounding like everyone's going to listen to this interview and say yeah bullshit if money was such an important thing to me i wouldn't have started formula one i could have saved a lot of money uh doing I? I wouldn't have started football right so most businessmen say oh, you wouldn't I have started an airline <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, all three things. Well, I had no money in that case anyway. So no, I think money is 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 great to have, but it's not. I'm not driven by money, which I think has kept me fairly sanguine about life. Um, and I am not got carried away. I am still the same person. Just now, look at my artists, which is a really nice surprise to see Raihan there. I wish I'd seen them before I did my speech, actually. It was, it, I still felt the same as I was when I was at Warner Music. It's no different. There's a, you know, it's all a little bit, this whole book thing I find a bit strange, to be honest. Um, like, I was like, who's going to be interested in my book? Well, and, and I, you, and you then, have to talk about yourself as opposed to yeah, an airline correct, or a football correct. team, right? And when I, I told Audrey, no one's going to turn up at this book launch. And it was kind of weird, right? And, probably one of the worst speeches I've ever made upstairs because I just not, I find it a bit odd uh, being the center of attention. And while no one believes me, I'm actually quite a shy, introverted person. So, I mean, she's been pushing me all day to post things on my Instagram, do this, do that, etc. You know, it's, it's, 
it's kind of a new experience for me. And life is full of experiences, right? Second time is always better. So maybe my second book, I'll be a bit more prepared and what to expect. But it's been great because I've done The Apprentice. So I've done a bit of TV. I've done a book. It's, you know, it's a boy's own life, right? Um, <laughs> you, you read about it in the comics. Yeah. You know, Roy of the Rover stuff. Uh, you listen to radio and football and you, and you now do, you do, you, you, you're able to um, own a football team. You know, it's, it's stuff that you're only watching the movies. Is that why you've never kind of indulged in the insanities that millionaires and billionaires are wanting to do, the solo balloon trips around the world and the private islands? I mean, does that not appeal? Um, I certainly have no intention to go to a balloon across the Atlantic <laughs> Ocean. Uh, or I told Richard Branson, I mean, you know, what are you going to do in the moon when you get there? You can't go for a beer. You can't go for a roti chana. <laughs> Set up a pub. You just look at some rocks. I mean... I'm not that adventurous. Um, hey, private island sounds nice, but I like people, right? And if you want to, I, I, you know, I get a buzz upstairs seeing so many of my old friends there, right? So um, I'm not life of the rich and famous. I'm still the same, Tony. When it comes to, I guess, the influence that has that you have, um, and that has grown over the years. Um, and I guess that comes with your success as an entrepreneur. And I've always, I'm always curious because, you know, I see you take a stand on issues, on social media, on in interviews. And I was curious as to what you believe the role of the entrepreneur, the influential industrialist is in Malaysian society. Because so many of them don't take those stands. Yeah. <laughs> Good question. Um, like it or lump it, we are influencers and we should speak out for what we believe in. I, I, I don't think you can sit on, the, sit on the roof all the time because if the country is doing the wrong things, it's going to affect your business in the long run anyway. So, um, yes, I think there are a few of us that speak out about diversity and race, et cetera, and some other issues. Um, it's not common for Malaysian entrepreneurs or businessmen, but I think it's important. We're not politicians. We never will be. Um, but we're a part of society, and I think everyone has a voice, and everyone should speak up for what they believe in. I'm curious as well, you know, I mean, with money, with uh, influence, I mean, I guess the next question is, uh, power. I mean, if money was something that was not necessarily something that changed you or motivated you, uh, what has your relationship been with, I guess, power? Because you've grown in power with regards to business and influence in politics as well. Uh, you know, indirect influence, of course. But I never thought of power. Um, that's a good question. No one's ever asked me that. Really to twist it round. Is it money? Is it power? Is it fame that has driven me to all these things? No, it's to prove people that you can do something, right? Why did I do AirAsia? Because I wanted everyone to fly. Um, why did I uh, get into F1? Because I wanted a Malaysian company 
to show that they could do F1. It was a European-dominated sport. I failed, but I want to do it. Why do I do football? Because I grew up in West London, and wow, wouldn't it be great to, to, to build QPR into something bigger? To be seen, whether me, Ruben, Din, and Amit can do that. So is it power? Is it fame? Is it money? I've never thought of it that way, actually. Um, but I think what drives me is a challenge, and I love a challenge. And I, I, and I, I think what, the thing that's really driven me is creating careers. You know, whether it's Raihan, whether it's Coogan, who was a dispatch boy, you know, whether it's Irene, um, that gives me the biggest kick. All the best with the book, and thank you so much for your time. Thanks a lot. That was Tantri Tony Fernandez. His new autobiography, Flying High, My Story from Air Asia to QPR, is now available at all good bookstores. You've been listening to Bookmark on BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.